Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Good evening, everyone. This is Lee the Appraiser coming to you live from our brand new APR 57 gallery located on 57th Street and 7th Avenue here in New York City for another episode of Amazing Appraising where we discuss current events, we discuss all the amazing appraising items of collectible value and nature that we get offered every single week that we buy and appraise and all the eclectic people and unusual people that actually collect them. Sometimes the people are more interesting and actually collectible than the items themselves, okay? So, how's everyone doing this week? Um, New York appears to be opening up a little. We have a new mayor. Hopefully, it's going to be better for everyone involved, and hopefully they'll, um, you know, uh, support uh, the police that protect us, and uh, hopefully everyone will be safer and uh, be happier with that situation. So uh, today we have a couple very, very unusual items. And um, again, this show, if you hear of any uh, item that you want to specifically see and uh, have it described in more detail and have it photographed, you can visit us on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that. It's under Amazing Appraising, Lead the Appraiser. And this week we are going to be having uh, talking about a number of different items. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick rundown so you make sure you don't want to miss this crazy show. We are going to be talking about this special artist. His name is Cause. We are getting very much involved in the new contemporary art market. He is one of the most popular street artists currently in the world. His pieces go for big, big bucks hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Um, so what are we going to be talking? We handled two of his very nice pieces this past week. We have a very unusual uh, sterling silver, it's called a uh, sort of a ceremonial cup that was made by no one less than Fabergé, the most famous uh, silversmith and jeweler in the entire Eastern Europe and Soviet Russia. He made it in the early 1900s. We're going to be talking about that. We have a very unusual silver cup, or, or metal cup, uh, silver colored, that was given to baseball legend Gary Carter uh, for player of the week as uh, by the very famous Sports Illustrated magazine. Um, we have a very unusual Cartier clock that we wanted to talk about last week, but unfortunately we ran out of time. Uh, 
And uh, what else? Let's see here. And we have a very special Leroy Neiman piece of art. So those are just a few of the unusual things we're going to be talking about this week. So let's get right into this. Let's talk about the Fabergé cup. All right, so um, again, you'll be able to go to our YouTube channel, Amazing Appraising, and hear and see more about it. What we have here is a very unusual Fabergé cup. It weighs uh, several pounds. I'm going to say uh, probably six, seven pounds, which would be six times uh, 60, maybe 80, 90 ounces. Um, it is quite large. Uh, the length of the cup is probably about nine inches. The width of the cup is probably somewhere about six inches. And what's unusual about it, it has a date on it, 1903. And it has a number of what we're going to call semi-precious stones. These are cabochons, looks like an emerald, a black onyx. Um, a uh, maybe a, a um, sort of a red uh, what's that called coral, and a number of other interesting stones. It has four legs on the bottom, and it's sort of what we're going to call it. It's a ceremonial like a pouring cup. So the story goes after we've done a, a fair amount of research on it, is that a a general gave this to his uh, uh, soldiers that uh, helped protect him and made an attack. I think this was uh, an early war there in 1903. And the soldiers, um, it, honor, it honored the soldiers. And it was signed by the, the general had all these soldiers have their signatures on it. And this is hallmarked by the Fabergé stamp on several different places. So um, Fabergé, of course, a lot of people have the connection for the Fabergé eggs, which was the finest collection of hand-painted uh, enamel collectible eggs in the world. Um, I believe the biggest collection was put together by uh, one of the Forbes family, and they had it in their um, museum in their archives, and I think they sold a number, uh, a vast majority of the collection a couple of years ago. It was worth in the tens of millions of dollars. So he was known for the eggs, but he was also a master silversmith and a master jeweler. So uh, he had made this piece. It was He was commissioned to make it for this general in honor of, uh, it was uh, in honor of a uh, the war there in 1903. And um, it has several of his stamps on it. And this is an incredibly rare and beautiful piece. The value on this piece is upwards of over $100,000. So um, if you have any items similar to this, Fabergé, Tiffany, um, uh, Buccellati, uh, Van Cleef, silver, any type of silver pieces, uh, specifically, we love anything that's from a high-end designer that's stamped. Typically, anything that is um, unusual and rare, uh, anything that relates to Judaica, any of the Jewish customs, uh, spice boxes, um, uh, cups, uh, anything like that whatsoever, sterling silver flatware, uh, anything like that, we'd be more than interested to review it and give you what we call a very free high uh, appraisal, and we'll make you a very nice cash offer if you're interested in selling them. 
So anything, of course, by Fabergé and Tiffany and Bucciolati, please let us know. We're buying these uh, silver sets all the time, Judaica all the time. If you're not sure what you have is worth, please bring it in. You can text us pictures at the 917-439-9610 number. You can bring it into our gallery. We're open pretty much every day but Saturday from 9 to 6. And we're happy to offer you an appraisal, evaluation, and, we, and uh, a very high cash offer. We can either come to the home and do appraisals there if you want to sell them, et cetera, et cetera. So remember that, um, again, the first thing you want to do is look to see if your item has a hallmark on it. This way, uh, if we can attribute it to a specific artist, that would typically give it the most value. Many cases, even if an, uh, an item is not signed or you can't find a signature, you can still bring it in. Possibly we know where to look based on our experience, so we can find a signature or a stamp that you may have overlooked or may not know how to read it or may not know how to attribute it to the artist. Uh, some artists, uh, their work is so um, distinct and precise and beautiful that even without a stamp or a logo, it can be attributed to them. So even though it's not stamped or marked, I mean, there's not many, a lot of artists like that, but most of them sign their work. But in the event it's a painting or a piece of silver or something along those lines that's not stamped or marked, if we can attribute it, you're still talking about a very, very valuable piece. So it would be worth your while to contact us, bring the items in, and we're happy to look at them, evaluate them, appraise them, and in most cases pay you much, 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 much more than you think the items are worth. Okay, so we're going to be taking a short break in just a minute, uh, but stick around. Again, we're going to be talking about a piece of sports memorabilia, which is one of the many things that we buy, sell, and appraise a very beautiful Cartier clock, a uh, Leroy Neiman piece of art, and uh, a couple of other things. So please stay tuned. Tell all your friends. Wake up your kids. Make sure you listen to this. Uh, you'll learn, enjoy, and um, okay, we hope that we'll be right back in just a second. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even been broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00. This is Lee the Appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising in our brand new gallery, APR 57, here in New York City. If you don't know already, APR 57 stands for Appraisals, and we got that nickname for it when we opened up our gallery here. The reason I took that name is because I would have a lot of staff members tell me, Lee, I have a young woman here, she wants an APR. 
So um, they shortened it for me, and they made that moniker of uh, APR 57. So that is the name we took, and we also felt that it was um, conducive for the fact that we have a website, APR 57. You want to make it short and sweet, right? And um, in today's world, the shorter the better. And um, we actually had a website at one point called Best Prices Guaranteed. You like that? I don't know, but it, you know, people would make all these spelling mistakes. They couldn't finish the words. So you need a website that actually is easy, simple, and quick. So um, that's the story. So we're under APR 57. So we have another item here. We have a very nice uh, gentleman, a friend of ours, who's sold a number of things to us over the last couple months. And what we have here, it appears to be silver, it is a cup. Um, any guesses what this would be used for? Beer. Beer. Okay, that's for all the drinkers that work here. <laughs> they know that in a second. Okay, so this is a beer cup. It's called a beer stein, I guess. Um, and it says, it's engraved here. It's made out of, uh, let's do the top here first. So it says, Sports Illustrated, Player of the Week, Gary Carter, 422.85. So for all you sports fans, you know who Gary Carter was. For all you non-sports fans or uh, regular folk that might not have been that engaged in sports, Gary Carter was a professional Major League Baseball player who played initially on the Montreal Expos, which was an expansion team. I guess they started about 19, early, somewhere in the 70s. I'd have to look it up. And he was their premier player and one of the main all-stars on that team. He was a great catcher and very tough guy. Um, some players loved him. Some players didn't like him. They found him a little abrasive. But he was a great player. He was traded to the New York Mets. And uh, a good friend of mine uh, said once he was traded, he immediately went down to Shea Stadium and bought season tickets for the following year. And he helped them uh, win. He was like the first key player, and he helped them win the 1986 World Series. Um, and um, just a great catcher. I believe, I'm not 100% sure, I think uh, a number of years ago he was diagnosed with a brain tumor, and he died at a very young age, I'm guessing somewhere probably in his early 60s. Um, I can look all this stuff up, but anyhow. So this is a cup. On the back it says it's made out of pewter, which is a uh, type of metal that looks like a sterling silver. It's a little, it's less expensive than sterling. And this was made by Craftsman in Sheffield, England, it says on the back here. So, and it has a glass back here as well. So this is sort of a beer-style cup, and it was given by Sports Illustrated, which was the number one premier sports magazine in the world at that time, and I believe it still is. And they would honor players uh, weekly for their performance. They actually would honor players um, yearly, and they would actually act honor players every decade, like the player of the decade. And so it was very prestigious that they would honor you um, here, they're giving them an honor of being the player of the week, which is funny, but means that he probably had three or four great games that week, 
better than anyone else. Maybe he hit some game-winning RBIs. Maybe he made some uh, spectacular plays at the plate as a catcher defensively. But he was the heart and soul of the New York Mets. He was the tough guy and the guy that, you know, the experienced guy, him, and uh, another player by the name of Keith Hernandez, which was their first baseman, were like the two major experienced guys that were all-stars that were on the team that helped the team uh, get over the hump and win the 1986 World Series. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the last time the New York Mets won a World Series, which was uh, 14, 24, 34, 36 years ago. Almost 40 years ago was the last time they won. Wow, that's a long time. So this is very cool. It's an original cup that was given to Gary. And we actually have something else by him, which I have to dig out. But we have his... I think it may have been 80, around this period of time, 84, um, we have his All-Star game from the year. The All-Star game, I believe, was played in Canada. They, the Major League Baseball gave a ring to every player that was participated in the All-Star game every year. And we have Gary Carter's original ring that I think he gifted to somebody and somebody uh, chose to sell it to us. So this is a very nice piece. It's the value here intrinsically, that means in the metal, in the design, as a cup, is not going to be very much at retail. You know, that would be 50 to $100. But the fact that it was given to him as a gift uh, by Sports Illustrated it is quite cool. And we would estimate the value to be, I would say, probably $1,000 to $1,500. So if you have any sports memorabilia, even if you don't think it's valuable. In this case, it was given to him for free. Um, it's not even that old. We're not talking about something the early 1900s. This is 1980s. If you have something, but this is unique. So we love things that are unique. So if you have anything unique in sports memorabilia, baseball cards, photographs, um, anything rare or unusual, we're happy to appraise them for you and offer you a lot of money. So please, if you have anything for, uh, for sale or whatever it is, contact us. We're happy to give you an evaluation, an appraisal, and a very, very high cash offer. So Gary, may you rest in peace. And if you guys have anything for sale or appraisal, contact us, and we'll be happy to answer any questions. We just bought a couple collections of sports cards. We paid over $100,000 for them this week. Okay, and they weren't even that rare. They started from the 1960s but they had virtually every set complete in absolutely brand new condition. So condition is the most important factor when you're looking at sports cards and pretty much everything. But in this case, the condition is not that important because um, it's for what it is, not really the condition. But sports cards are collected by condition. And if you have anything unusual in cards, remember the keys we're looking for are the three keys in sports cards, okay? It should be a Hall of Fame player um, it should be their rookie season. That means the first card that they made a card of, uh, of this player. Typically, it's the first year they played, but in some cases, for example, in basketball cards, uh, there was a big lapse between when they manufactured cards. Um, so there's a big gap over there. So sometimes the rookie card is, is going to be several years after they started playing basketball. It's still their rookie card because it's the first card they made of the player. So if uh, somebody 
for example, uh, let's just say they started playing in 19, uh, I don't remember exactly the years, but let's say they started playing in, in 1979 and the first card they made from them was 1983, then the gap would be, so the 1983 would be the first year and that would be their rookie card, even though they played a couple years prior to that. So remember that. Um, the player should be a Hall of Famer, a superstar, typically. It should be in um, the first year they played, their rookie card, and it should be in, if possible, gem mint condition. So if it meets all those criteria, typically you're going to have a valuable card, and if you have a collection of those, it will be a very valuable collection, and it would be certainly worthwhile for us to buy and appraise it. So if you have anything, you just call or text us or reach out to us, and we're happy to hear from you. The number is 917-439-9610. And please go to our YouTube channel to see this beautiful silver-style Gary Carter Player of the Week Sports Illustrated Beer Mug to see the Fabergé, more details of the Fabergé piece that we were talking about. And any other questions you may have, subscribe to our channel there. It's under Amazing Appraising. And we're going to take another short break and be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Okay, everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser back for more episodes and another segment of Amazing Appraising here in our brand new gallery. Um, so uh, we're here uh, taping in another great episode of Amazing Appraising. We love your comments. Again, if you have anything, we're, we get tons of emails and texts and calls every week and photographs to appraise items. So if you have anything that you want to appraise, please contact us and we will be happy to respond and answer your questions. And if necessary, you can bring it into our gallery six days a week. We just ask you to call first and make an appointment and we'll be happy to discuss whatever you have. Okay? So, um, and you can reach us or, or see all these items we're talking about in person on our YouTube channel, Amazing Appraising, and our other social media platforms, APR57NYC here in New York. So we have here a beautiful, what's called a Cartier clock. Okay, one of our young ladies here is obsessed with this clock. She asked me several times to make sure I'm talking about it, which I will do. And um, this clock is designed after a very, very popular watch they issued, I think, about 1980 or so. It's called the Pasha. 
and it has the round face. So they made this clock as a design similar to the watch. It's round, very heavy cased. It has a unique patented design where in order to change the time, you unscrew the crown. Now the watch will typically have a, let's see how this works if it comes off. The watch normally has a little chain on it. So this doesn't actually come off, interesting enough. The watch has a chain on the crown. It has an embedded, what's called a sapphire cabochon crown. And you take it out to change the time. Again, um, the watch, which it's um, styled after, has a hinge on it, a little chain. So the crown comes off and it gets back on and it becomes waterproof. All right, now this is actually, you see there's another hand here? Do you know what that hand is for? No, there's another hand here. I turn it, that hand does not move. So typically that hand would be, would be called, in most cases, it would be a second time zone. So it would rotate when you move the hands. So that would be your second time zone. You could time something, et cetera, et cetera. So if these hands moved, that hand moved, right? So you'd know your time in a different time zone. But here it doesn't move. So this is not a watch, it's a clock. So what features are popular with clocks? So this is an alarm clock. So that features when you want to set the alarm, okay? And this button here is a button that would probably be used to turn off the alarm. So here we have a stand, and it sits up very beautifully. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. So it's got sort of a silver platinum dial um, on the inside, like an inside square, beautiful Arabic numbers on the corners, really pristine piece. It's in sterling silver. So this is actually, even though it's not terribly valuable, it's a very beautiful piece. It's made by one of the most um, popular and in-demand and quality jewelers in the world, Cartier. So it's a very cool piece. It didn't have a high retail price. It probably retailed when they made it. I don't know, I'm guessing seven, $800, okay? And the box alone is just beautifully an elaborate box. It's custom made for the shape of this beautiful clock. Fits in there beautifully. So it's really a beautiful gift for 800 bucks or whatever it costs for them to sell it for. Um, I guess, what did we say? We saw, we had a year here. Didn't we somewhere have a year, I thought? So I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I would, I thought this was, uh, we had some year here, but I, I was gonna guess that they made this clock about 15, 20 years ago. Um, and anyone knows, let's see how smart my staff is. There are holes here. Why would there be holes? Anybody? Is that for the sound, for the alarm? Very, very good. Okay, you have holes there because this is an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. So what does an alarm clock do? It sounds an alarm, it makes noise. So it has to come out from somewhere. So the holes is where the sound waves go out of the clock. And if they didn't have holes in there, you wouldn't hear the alarm. Anyhow, so we have this beautiful Cartier, Pasha, clock and box and everything like that, we would appraise this today probably for about $1,500. So if you have any unusual watches, clocks, I love specifically antique Cartier watches and antique Cartier jewelry. The older the better. I collect it myself so we can pay astronomical prices for anything unusual and rare. So if you have anything rare, made by Cartier, made by Bucciolati, made by Van Cleef and Arpel, 
We are exceptionally aggressive and strong buyers of it. Please show it to us. I bought a couple Cartier pins the other day. Uh, we paid a lot of money for them. We, we collect them and buy them from dealers all the time. So if you have anything, and what's nice about this, it comes in the original box with the original guarantee paperwork. So if you have anything in Cartier, make sure if you have the box, bring it in with the box. Any paperwork you have, we'd love to see it, appraise it, and hopefully buy it and make you happy and give you a tremendous amount of money for it. So please, you have anything, watches, clocks, jewelry, anything at all that's made by Cartier, Bucciolati, any of the better jewelers, please bring them. Those are called sign pieces. Um, typically, um, it's clear when they make it, they put their signature on it. If you have some things that you think are made by Cartier or Bucciolati or Tiffany and they're not signed, you can bring it in. We're happy to see if we can verify that for you and appraise them for you as well. So um, please, if you have anything, let us know. Again, you can go to our YouTube channel, Amazing Appraising. I'm Lee the Appraiser, and you can see all things there. Go to social media, APR57NYC, and please contact us. And we're happy to buy and appraise anything you have, answer any questions you have. Um, we, a couple weeks ago, picked up an incredibly beautiful, ultra-thin black onyx pocket watch made by Cardi in the 1920s. We paid about $20,000 for that. So please, bring your items in, show it to us. We'll pay top dollar, and you'll be very pleased, and we'll be happy to go over everything with you. Okay, we're going to be taking a very short break, and we'll be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even been broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00. This is Lee the Appraiser back for another episode of Amazing Appraising here in our APR 57 gallery in New York City on 57th Street. So today we're going to be talking about Leroy Neiman, a very, very famous sports artist. But before we do that, let's just cover and tell everybody what we've been talking about today. Till then, we talked about an incredibly rare Fabergé silver cup from 1903 that's worth over six figures, that was uh, handmade, hand-engraved with stones by uh, the general who gave it to um, his um, regiment. All the soldiers in the regiment signed it as a tribute, actually, to the general. And that was number one, worth over six figures. We were talking about a uh, special beer stein cup that was given to the New York Mets all-star catcher his name was Gary Carter for uh, being nominated as Player of the Week in 1985, one-of-a-kind piece um, that was worth an upwards of several thousand dollars. 
We, are to we were talking about a beautiful Cartier limited edition clock uh, that was given in the form of a, and made in the form of a very popular, one of the most popular iconic watches of uh, the last 20 years called the Pasha. Uh, very big, heavy, beautiful in their original box. A very beautiful uh, and stunning-looking alarm clock. And uh, what else? Anything else? We're going to be talking about here. So we have a couple other things. So I promised you we're going to be talking about Leroy Neiman. So Leroy Neiman, what we have here, again, you can go to our YouTube channel, Amazing Appraising. So Leroy Neiman was considered to be a great... Uh, one of the greatest sports artists of our generation, okay? He um, used to uh, draw and paint. Um, he would do a lot of sketches uh, of many different athletes and athletic events. Uh, he became most popular for his drawings of the greatest, or one of the greatest boxers of all time, which was Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay. And he would go to the fights, and he became known, really, as a boxing artist. And that, like, put him on the map. He was very popular before, but he became extraordinarily popular with his boxing sketches. And um, so he became sort of an icon, and anyone that wanted sports art, sports drawings, um, would have, are familiar with his work. He had a very unusual, distinct look about him. He had a, a very long, what they call handlebar mustache. He was a tall intriguing gentleman. He would sit in the first row of the boxing matches and draw Muhammad Ali and a number of the other fighters. So he became uh, synonymous with like really heavyweight fights in boxing. So you know, would have him. There was another announcer at that time, Howard Cosell, who became synonymous with the heavyweight matches. So he became an icon and he died a number of years ago and his artwork has become very popular, very much in demand. So what he would do is he would make a painting and which a lot of artists do in, you know, even up to 30 years ago. If their painting was popular, they would make what they'd call a limited edition of serigraphs or lithographs. The first edition, they might make a couple 10 artist proofs and then they might make an additional 100 or 200 pieces in a limited edition. They were numbered and signed, and then he would make perhaps additional unlimited posters or prints. So what we have here is a um, painting. Uh, this is a, a lithograph of the original, okay? Um, and they made of this particular piece 275, you look at the bottom number and there's typically an addition number. So this is number 150 of 275. So there were only 275 uh, lithographs of this piece. It is signed and numbered typically by the artist. So they will number it here, 150 of 200. They will sign it in the lower right. He did that. And this is a piece that looks like one of the golfers hitting a chip shot uh, what they call putt. And let's see if we have a name here on this. So he died in 2012, so exactly two, 10 years ago is when he passed. Um, okay, now a lot of times he made generic drawings, and a number of times he made specific ones, meaning of specific players. Okay, now I'm not sure if this one had a specific player. I will tell you that um, it looks like with the hat and all, 
He was a very famous golfer. He used to wear a hat like that, and his name was Sam Sneed. So I can't say for certain if it was him, but uh, the resemblance of the hat I know makes it look and first appear like him, all right? So we're going to leave, let me just read you a little background of it here, okay? That Leroy Neiman was born in 1921 and passed in 2012. He was an American artist known for his brilliantly colored expressionist paintings and screenings of athletes, musicians, and sporting events. Leroy Neiman is most famous for his dynamic and colorful sports drawings because no one had entered the field of sports art, and, Leroy, and Neiman was free to do it as he pleased. Using vibrant colors, Neiman depicted some of the most famous athletes and sporting events of the time. The first Olympics he worked for were the Winter Games in Squaw Valley in 1960. He continued working as an illustrator for the Olympics in Munich in 1972, Montreal in 1976, Lake Placid in 1980, and both uh, Sergio and the Olympics in 1984. A prolific painter, Neiman is celebrated and remembered for his dynamic and lively contributions. And what we have here is an original serigraph on paper by the famous American artist, vibrant colors, an interesting uh, scene of the golfers in the golf course making a swing, the piece is in excellent condition, signed by him, et cetera, et cetera, okay? So um, this is a very nice piece. It's beautiful. It's, we have this uh, appraised for about $6,000. Um, we'll give you a very special price if you're interested. If you have any of his artwork, prints, original paintings, lithographs, anything like that, we're more than interested in appraising them by him. We're especially interested in original paintings of him, one-of-a-kind pieces. I'm always drawn to unique one-of-a-kind pieces. So if you have anything by him, let us know. Um, and by the way, while we're talking about this, we were offered a very, very unique group of paintings, okay? A friend of ours owns uh, a couple restaurants in the Hamptons, and I think he's told me about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, he commissioned uh, Leroy Neiman to paint, uh, I think, seven or eight paintings um, uh, for him specifically of the Hamptons, uh, uh, for his restaurants in the Hamptons. And the paintings were of like horses, so it was horse racing, which is a very popular subject both for the Hamptons, for the collectors, and for Leroy Neiman to paint. He was, uh, a lot of people loved his horse art. So we have somebody who has, uh, I think it was seven or eight of these paintings. So if you are interested in this unique commissioned um, collection, perhaps as an investment, or you know of anyone who's interested in that, please call or text us and we will give you the details and possibly uh, show it to you and make you a very special price. This is a one-of-a-kind collection that has not been offered publicly. Again, this was strictly a commissioned work that was made, I think, about 25 to 30 years ago, an exceptional uh, collection of horse paintings by the great Leroy Neiman. If you're interested in this, we'd like you to contact us at 917-439-9610. Again, that's 917 Four three nine ninety six ten. You can call or text us. And also, if you have any Leroy Neem prints or paintings that you want to sell or appraise, we'd love to hear from you as we are very interested in handling his work. Again, 
you know, we're the source for these type of things. We're the number one buyer. We love things relating to sports, and we love art. So it covers two of our most basic uh, desires and combinations for collectibles. So if you have anything there in this area that you want to sell or appraise, let us know. And uh, we will be happy to discuss it with you further, okay? Please. So if you have anything, you have any friends that have anything of Leroy Newman, any other fine art, any other sports art, let us know. We'd be happy to help you, okay? So, um, again, if you have any other sports memorabilia too, let us know. All right, so we're going to be taking another short break. And if you, ha uh, you can go to, again to our YouTube channel, Amazing Appraising, see the pictures of this and all the other items we're talking about, and we will be happy to uh, talk to you about whatever you need. And we'll be right back after this brief message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000. Or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser for another episode of Amazing Appraising. We've just been talking about a whole slew of items uh, from a Fabergé silver cup that's worth over six figures. And if you don't know what six figures are, that means over $100,000. All the way down to a, um, I guess, a Cartier clock that might be worth maybe a thousand or so. So if you have anything, you can go to our Amazing Appraising website. Uh, actually, APR57.com, but if you want to see these items that we're discussing about in person, online, you can go to YouTube under Amazing Appraising, and you'll be happy to see the items we're talking about in great, intricate detail. So you'll get a better sense of what we're talking about here. Is Spotify, by the way, the, um, the platform where uh, they're best friends with Neil Young? Is that the one that we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I heard he quietly his music back up on there. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. hear that. Okay, so evidently there's a little tension going on. I, do you know what the reason is about this or no? It's in protest of Joe Rogan. In pro, what, what's with Joe Rogan? I never, I, you know, I've never heard him. I know who he is a little. Joe Rogan has a very popular podcast on Spotify, right? He talks about everything, but I, the way I heard it is um, he states whatever is on his mind. Uh, he's supposed to be pretty bright and has a very strong following, but evidently he's been accused of, um, uh, you know, sane beliefs that he has regarding the vaccines and the pandemic and all these things, right? And he has his own views on the vaccines, right? Is that right, I guess? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he has thousands of episodes, so there has to be some... Controversy with what he there. says, right. Okay, so they're picking out some of his... Uh, 
stuff that he says on the vaccines. I think he's not really totally pro-vaccine. And um, there's some, well, I think there's a lot of issues on both sides. I, a lot of people really uh, don't understand everything. And a lot of this has become very political. So whatever it is, long story short is he's made some strong comments about the vaccines. Some of the people do not agree with his uh, comments or stance. And therefore, they're upset at him to the point where they're saying basically, who does he have the right to say these things? Which is, I, I mean, this is insane that the world we live in right now, that people can dictate whether you're on the air, even though we live in a country, thank God, that has free speech. Here I am on the radio saying whatever I feel is on my mind, and I'm not really, um, you know, deterred by what people think in general. And I can say, you know, as long we have this, what's called free speech in America. So we should be allowed, and thank God most people are, to say what you want. But now we're at the point that it's really, we live in a very dangerous time. I think a terrible time where comedians can't even say a joke because they're going to be afraid to insult a, a certain party, uh, race, religion. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So, uh, you know, I don't think this is a good environment we're in because people are threatening. You know, if you say something they don't like, they can cancel you. Now, we've always had the right if somebody doesn't like you, they have the right not to listen, turn the station, turn you off, not read you. But now they're, they're allowed to actually protest you and get you off the air, which is crazy. I don't think that's a healthy environment. I mean, you know, free speech should be free to say it with no real repercussions. And um, anyhow, so the story goes, I guess, is that uh, Neil Young and a couple other artists disagreed with Joe Rogan's views to the point where they said, listen, Spotify, if you're going to keep this guy on um, and let him say these negative things, I'm going to demand you take my music off your platform. So, um, you know, I don't think that's a good, healthy, honest way to do things. Um, you know, I mean, they don't, nobody has to listen to Joe Rogan. You could turn him off, and nobody has to listen to his views. We live in a free world where there's a million other stations. Let, them, let those people listen to somebody else. But, you know, why should, you know, Joe Rogan is not physically hurting anybody. He's just telling people what he believes, just like people are saying, some people are saying the vaccine is good and necessary. He is giving his personal opinion, which he's entitled to do. And I don't think it's right that other artists have the right to um, muffle him and control his views and his censorship, right? That's not right, I don't think. But again, that's my opinion uh, for whatever it's worth, which is probably nothing. But uh, anyhow, so... Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about, uh, yes, yeah, so you can listen to our other episodes on Spotify, YouTube, on Spotify, on YouTube, all the radio shows there. And you can also, you can't really listen to us, but you can see what we do in our inventory on Shopify, right? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so what we have here is we're going to be talking about, uh, this is another going to be another beautiful YouTube video. You'll be able to see it is a very rare photograph of a very popular political figure, and his name is JFK. 
John F. Kennedy. All right, I think his brother Robert is in. Uh, so you have the, it appears to be the chauffeur, his driver, JFK, his wife, uh, Jacqueline, uh, Jackie, right? And uh, his brother, uh, Robert or Bobby. So this is a picture of them, and it looks like in a white uh, official car. And he signed it, What Can You Do, John F. Kennedy. Pretty cool. An original vintage photograph that was signed. I'm guessing this was done probably 1961, maybe, give or take. And um, a really beautiful picture. It looks like a one-of-a-kind original print or photograph. And it is signed by him in his uh, very nice, legible signature. It looks like it's signed in sort of a bluish ink pen that sort of changed color over the last 60 years. Um, and it appears really in mint condition. Um, it, is, it is professionally framed and matted with sort of a, a purple burgundy velt uh, mat and a professional gold and wooden mahogany frame. And uh, really, just a classic piece. We love these unique things. This is probably, it's political. It, um, it's one of our most popular presidents in history. Um, do you know that he probably, what was, in addition to being a president, what did he change about the American, say, dress code? He did something very significant that he changed the American dress code. He, for the first time, up until he was president, a man who was going to any event dressed in a suit, in a tie, and a hat. You will look at old baseball photographs before 1962 of men going to baseball games and they were dressed in a suit, tie, and a hat. They were going to the opera, a suit, a tie, and a hat. They were going to a nice restaurant, a suit, a tie, and a hat. And JFK instituted the fact that it's in his, he stopped wearing hats. He was the first president that didn't wear a hat, and it became popular not to wear a hat after he was president. Fashion Meaning, icon. it's a very cool thing. A fat, well, or a non-fashion icon, or whatever you want to say. But he broke the mold on that. That's a very interesting fact. Very interesting. Because um, according to strict Jewish religion, okay, um, in honor, in, in one believes, in, according to the strict Orthodox Jewish religion, that one, when you pray to God, you should wear at least the clothing that you would when you see a person of great importance, a king, a president, uh, something along those lines, okay? A judge, okay? Something along those lines. So the question became after he became president and the public started to follow his role model and not wear a hat, whether an Orthodox Jewish person, when they pray, should wear a hat. Because it became not fashionable, so it wasn't necessary to wear it when you saw a king or a president. Why would it be necessary to wear it when you pray to God? So there was a, there's, there was a big 
discussion around, uh, uh, um, and it still holds today, about the custom of Orthodox Jew. Do they wear a hat when they pray? This is where it came from. So there's one group of people, there's one view, that says, no, you don't have to wear it anymore because now it's become customary not to wear a hat even if one saw a president or royalty. Got it? Whereas the other group says, wait a second, we understand they don't wear a hat now, so we're not going to change the type of hat you wear, but we're going to go with the custom that up until this point, this was the type of hat you wore. He doesn't, you know, he made the mold that you don't do it, but we're still going to wear the hat that you used to wear. That's why you will see some Orthodox Jews that wear hats all the time, some of them, certainly when they pray, and some that don't. So that's where it came from, and I learned that little tidbit last week, and I thought that was pretty cool. So anyhow, um, so uh, JFK became an icon. A lot of people consider him the greatest uh, looked-up-to contemporary president. Um, we have a lot of interesting things of him. We have photographs. We have in stock um, uh, a, a, a unique piece, two hands, that were held together, the hands of stone or something like that, of that purportedly were made by a special artist who gave them, was commissioned by the White House to give them to John F. Kennedy from Frank Sin and Frank Sinatra. So um, that, that was given by JFK to Frank Sinatra as Frank Sinatra supposedly hosted the presidential, um, what's it called, celebration when he became president, okay? And um, that's a very cool piece. We have a number of letters by JFK, uh, a number of other interesting items. So um, this is a really beautiful black and white picture, uh, probably one of a kind, signed by him certainly, and really beautiful. And a uh, and actually, by the way, if somebody wants, we, we had sold an item a number of years ago at Jackie Onassis, we have her original birth certificate. We sold that. Uh, we got that from a friend of mine who finds all these cool items, and uh, we bought it from him about 15 years ago, and the owner of that item called us recently and may decide he wants to sell it as part of his collection. So if anyone out there is interested in Jackie Onassis' original birth certificate, let us know. Call or text us, and we will be happy to discuss it further with you. If you have any other collectibles about of Jackie O or JFK or any other president or politician, please contact us and let us know. We'll be happy to um, discuss it with you, appraise it for you, authenticate it, whatever you need. We'll be here and happy to serve you. So um, we are going to take another short break, and we'll be back after just a minute. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even 
been broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser, APR 57, Amazing Appraising. We are going to be uh, saying goodbye for this uh, episode of Amazing Appraising where we discussed about all these unique and special collectibles. Uh, We have uh, another great show planned for you next week. We want you to stick around and listen to my good friend Zeb Brenner of Talkline USA. I hear he has a great show with a number of great guests coming up. And until uh, next week, we hopefully everybody, our audience is safe, sound. And again, just contact us if you have anything you want to appraise or evaluate or possibly sell, let us know. Okay, so in the meantime, have a great week and stay well.